What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow in life, business, and relationships. And today, we're talking a little bit on the relationship side of things. So originally, I had an idea to do a Valentine's Day episode about love, but it didn't feel natural. It felt disingenuous. I felt like I would be forcing talking about love when there's so many other things that immediately come to my mind when I think about love that I believe need to accompany love for love to realize itself. Literally for there to even be an environment where love can be felt and realized is to have gotten so many other things right. And that love can even be noticed and seen and felt almost like a silence where the meter can even register some presence of sound. A place where love can even be seen is in itself an achievement. So just talking about love felt incomplete. So many of us use a social remembrance of love to stop for a moment and appreciate the person next to us. And I get that we're always busy. Most of us don't give 15 minutes to ourselves, let alone give it to someone else to express something that we think should already be known, that we love, that we love them, that it should already be obvious. So I get it. But this is what makes love so easy to hide under covers. For it to only show up in the dark. And it's so easily drowned out by the noise of everyday life. Easily looked over in the activity of everyday life. That we forget to focus on love except for when it's craved or wanted by us. And the accessibility of it in those moments comes back down to all the other things in that environment where love can be found in the first place. Are you creating an environment for you to have access to that love? So when those moments come, when you crave it, have you given to it enough when you weren't craving it that it is accessible to you when you do want it? And I'm always the first one to say love is half the battle. And that's not an attempt to diminish love by itself. And am I going to come on here on a day of love and challenge love? Of course not. What I am really trying to say is that love is the lifeblood, but it still requires a body for it to run through. That body is physical, has limitations of the humankind, and has certain requirements. For love to have a place, a home, for it to be and receive the service that it benefits from, for it to be honored as it should, for it to, for love to provide the glue it's meant to in any relationship. Other dynamics of that relationship also have to be aligned 
So they let the glue do its job to set and then stand the test of time with wear and tear and abuse. And that's what comes to mind when I think about Valentine's Day or any topic related to love that comes even close to something of an honest place from inside of me. This is what comes to mind. And I've been the beneficiary of great love my entire life from all angles, from friends to family. Love has always taken precedence, which has always led to enriching my life more than sometimes I venture to admit. Sometimes my access to love is something that is so abundant that I take it for granted. But it is this love that leaves me feeling so full and beyond words. It is this love that I can't help but attempt to dissect here and what goes into it flourishing. So if anything, this is a celebration of love by saying, hey, hey love, I don't expect you to do all the heavy lifting, love. I want to figure out how I can water you and care for you and give you the right place in which you can grow to your God-intended maximum reflection of beauty. And for that, it is worth examining. I was talking to Z from the Touch Tomorrow podcast, who happens to be someone that I love for a long time, she asked me a question about communication that I guess was well-timed enough for me to respond from my heart, which made her laugh because she's the pie in the sky one to speak from her heart. But on this instance, I was responding like her, talking from the heart. And her question came from something that she was working on, which was, why do we communicate? Why do we talk to people? Why do you talk to somebody? And I asked her, do you want an answer from a fundamental level or a cerebral level? From my brain and my heart, like from the basis of it. And I don't think I ever ended up really giving her a cerebral answer. I think that that day she got, the only answer she got was from my heart. On any other day, she may have normally gotten an answer from my brain. But the answer on that day was from my heart. What I said to her was, communication is the only way to satisfy our basic need. And that's love. It's how we give and get love. And that's it. And I think my attempt at a cerebral answer but which still sounded more like the heart, was communication is the bridge to all the distance between us. And she asked, how do we do that? How do we bridge the distance? And I said, by using language to explain our perspective and understand someone's perspective, hopefully then to share perspectives. So you can hopefully coexist and collaborate and make the world more habitable in a way to have peace. There is no peace without communication. There is no love. From us being heard, we are seen and then we exist. 
So in a way, love begins with speaking. Speaking is love. It begins with the attempt to begin the process of transferring what is inside of us to the outside. So it is something that is akin to an experience to be shared with someone else. What is inside of us using speaking to transfer what is inside of us to the outside so it is something that can be shared. And the vehicle to that is our attempt to put all that inner working into some tangible form using language and speech. And the closer we get to explaining what it is that we truly intend with a degree of precision in our choice of words to get as close as possible to that inside feeling of ours and delivered in a timely way that allows you to feel like it was recognized at the time that it was most impactful for you, where the plausibility of course correction is still a viable option, then you have helped carry much from the other half of the battle to assist love in winning the center stage that it yearns to take in our life. And that's the irony of it all. Much of our entire existence is entirely designed to give and get love. Our main senses are designed entirely to communicate and connect and ultimately share and receive love. Despite all worldly goods in pursuit. I don't think it's a secret that we're all doing it for love. To earn someone else's love. To prove it to ourselves that we deserve our own. To keep someone's. To believe it exists in the first place. So yes, from the pie in the sky version of me, as Z would say, so much of our entire existence is designed to worship and acquire love. Our entire existence is bent over backwards and spins around the sun at ungodly speeds, all in the name of love. So what's love got to do with it? Everything. And nothing. Because to get it, and keep the pinnacle of our entire purpose in life, we have to become all we can be in every underdeveloped avenue. And no, not in some starved, I'm never good enough type of way, but more from an empowered state, from a positive one that wants nothing to get in the way of feeling the goodness of love all around. And will do, give up, say, learn, believe, reach and use all other human facilities in service to creating a place where love grows and an abundance of it flows. Because life with even a dimmed version of it is less than the pinnacle of life's purpose. And all we have to do is literally do everything else right and perfectly for love to exist at all and for you to not die alone. And that's it. Simple. And if you can just bottle that, man, you'd be a Valentine's bajillionaire. 
hey, babe, here's a bottle of all the work I'm supposed to do on myself so I can be a better husband or a partner to you. Just take a sip and you'll be drunk in love with me again. If only it was that easy. Just love me without all this work, damn it. I just want wubs. And bam, just like that, that's the best start. Saying you want love when you want it, instead of hiding it in a cloak of misdirection and sleight of hand tricks. Imagine telling people what we want from them. What a revolutionary idea. I might even try it one day. Until then, until then, I will be sticking to my routine of every time I want love to send a message that says, no wubs. Second thing I might even try if I'm feeling daring is to give love and show love first myself. I know, I know. What if, what if I get rejected? What if she's busy and can't talk to me right now? What if she's not in the mood and doesn't match my energy and I feel snubbed and want to go cry and never try it again? Nah, that's just too risky. Sticking to the no wubs strategy. Or you might even join me in trying this last thing that sounds crazy. You ready? I might try consistently valuing having a connection with the other person Showing them I value them by the care and consideration I put into our communication. Like I might even go even crazier and use loving words that make someone feel loved and cared for. And then when they can't take it anymore, I'll actually be the person they think I am. Oh my God. How will you handle the webs? Okay. That's it. I just wanted to talk about love in a way that was authentic to me and to all my deficiencies in trying to love. And being somewhat of an expert, a master of disaster of love. So, mission accomplished. I'm a role model. Follow me for more tips on love. See you guys next time.